thanks so much for joining us on today's episode of the Really Fine Podcast, the RFP. I'm Kelly Gann. I'm president of Freestyle Creative, and joining me today is my co-host, Vahi Farzana, Freestyle's founder and CEO, and we're really excited about today's guest. Our first guest in 2021 is Trevor Rogers. Trevor is the executive director of the Film Education Institute of Oklahoma, or the FEIO for short. Uh, Trevor, thanks for hanging with us today. Woohoo, 2021. Thank you. survived. So excited. <laughs> we're, we're a weekend, so. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes, we are a weekend, so it's, it's, it's good. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with some of the fast facts about you, Trevor. Um, what's the best thing or the best movie or film or show that you've binge watched in 2020? Uh, there were two that really come to mind. Um, Definitely uh, The Mandalorian, huge Star Wars fan. Um, you can never go wrong with, uh, with Baby Yoda and, and what Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni are cooking up. Um, I loved everything about the last season. Um, and so I'll, I'll take anything Star Wars. Uh, and then uh, Ted Lasso, probably the biggest surprise to me and was just such an awesome joy um uh, of something that just kind of made you feel good made you laugh um something to root for you know with how crazy and tough last year was um I needed it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've heard great things about that, that. Yeah. yeah it's on my it's on my cue list I, it's the next thing i'm gonna watch i've heard great things about it it, it will warm your heart and as as a big okay. fan like i love the premier league like to see all that um how they how they brought it to life <laughs> And, and make fun of it. Um, they, they just knocked it out of the park. Um, so big, big Ted Lasso guy here. <laughs> nice. What uh, Star Wars spinoff are you the most excited for coming up? Oh man. Um, I think I'm, I'm really excited about um, the Ahsoka Tano series. Um, I'm a, I'm a big, just a huge Star Wars nerd and watched the Clone Wars and Rebels and, and finally to see uh, Rosario Dawson play one of what I think is one of the best Star Wars characters ever created, bring, uh, bring that character to life um, was just awesome. And so I, I'm really excited to see um, her story really fleshed out and um, hopefully some more familiar characters in the Star Wars universe um, come through. But all of them, uh, all of the shows look amazing. I'm really excited about all of them. I want to talk about uh, Obi-Wan with you after the podcast. Oh, we'll yes. after this, you know, so. it's, I, I keep, we keep hearing about Obi-Wan and we've known about it for a few years. And with all of the announcements, it's like, I've almost forgotten about it. Um, but I, I'm, I'm so excited for that. I love Ewan McGregor. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to see how, what, what he's doing on a desert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely excited for all the films coming up this year. Um, speaking of films, so as far as filmmakers go, um, who is your favorite filmmaker? Okay, um, it's always like asking like, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite kid? Um, <laughs> you sure you don't have a favorite? Kid? Yeah, <laughs> some people do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I I love Ridley Scott. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge, um, fan of, of Alien. Um, it's my all-time favorite movie. Um, obviously Blade Runner, um, Gladiator, um, just to name a few, Black Hawk Down, um, a 
I think he, he's an awesome storyteller. He knows how to deliver suspense and action. Um, he's very intense and very demanding. And um, I, I just, I love, I love the creativity that he has. I love what he, you know, you look at like the story of Alien and how it got made and it was kind of supposed to be a B movie and it winds up becoming this cult classic, you know, the, one, of the, one of the biggest film franchises of our time. And it just came from, from his mind, you know, from being right. able to look at that script and, and turn it into something that was, you know, truly horrifying and truly unnerving. Um, and so that, that's a, when I, when I get to teach, that's always the film that I always go back to is Alien and Ridley Scott. Hey, man. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, my wife still won't watch it. She was <laughs> a movie, and I've tried wow. to get her for years, and um, and she just will not come close to it. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. But mm -hmm. yeah, so how long have you been involved in the Oklahoma, Oklahoma film community? Yeah, so um, I'm still relatively young um, to the world of filmmaking and in into Oklahoma's uh, film community. I've been working in film and TV for six years now. Um, and I've worked every job from a production assistant to a, a locations manager. Um, I've done craft services. I've been an electrician, a grip, camera operator. Um, and, and now it, I, I, when I freelance, I work as a, as a unit production manager and line producer. Um, do a lot of the logistics and hiring uh, processes for for shows that come through, and and more recently, I've, I've started this working in this this development program um, to help grow our crew base because that's kind of found where where more of my heart is at and my passions at um, is is getting more people to ex enjoy some of the same experiences that I've gotten to do. So when we were chatting with you, you originally started in sports, mm -hmm. uh, what inspired you to go down the film path instead? Yeah, so um, I was a sports producer for five years um, for CBS Digital, CBS Sports and uh, 247 Sports. Um, covered OU football and uh, got to do a lot of cool, exciting things there. But um, I think some of it just came out of, out of boredom. Um, you know, it was fun covering, you know, a, a team like OU and, and getting to do some of those things, but there was a monotony to it. Um, there was, it, it was repetitive and I wanted to be a storyteller. I always wanted to be a storyteller. Um, and growing up in Oklahoma, you don't realize that what your options are to become a storyteller. You think if I, if I wanna make movies, I gotta to move to Hollywood or I gotta to move to New York. Um, and, and I just, I, I learned that, you know, relatively recently that you don't have to. And so with, I wasn't being able to tell the stories that I wanted to tell um, as a sports producer, um, I knew that there was something more out there. And so uh, the film industry drew me in um, and now it owns me for life. <laughs> um, I, I love what I do. So tell us about the story behind FBIO. What inspired you to get this started? Yeah. So coming from sports, coming from broadcasting, um, there's, there's a lot that gets lost in translation. And there is a, a, a gap from the world of broadcasting to the world of filmmaking. And so 
I ultimately went back and went to school um, and, and went to film school at Oklahoma City Community College, who has, you know, believe it or not, just a world-renowned, unbelievable film program, you know, multi-million dollar soundstage, awesome equipment, um, and, and wonderful instructors. And um, I, I went through that program and was actually going to move to Atlanta to go work on a TV show down there. And, and I met my my boss at Nathan Gardaki Productions. I met Nathan on a shoot. Um, and he offered me a job to come work for him here. I, I told him that I wanted to be a line producer and that's what he does for a living. Um, and he he mentored me through that. And so we, we got together and, and having recently come out of film school, making that transition, um, we knew that there was a relatively large movie, at least a relatively large at the time. It's about a $5 million movie um, that was gonna be coming through that was on top of about three other movies um, shooting at the exact same time. And we knew that there, there wasn't enough crew to go around. And so he and I got to talking, he was like, you know, do you, do you know anybody in school that we could, we could train up really quickly and, and bring out and, um, we kind of just tried to figure out how does, what does that look like? What, what can we even do? So ultimately we were like, you know, we've got all these millions of dollars of film equipment. We have all of our friends that work in the business on a, on a daily basis. Why don't we call them up? Let's get all our equipment out. We'll find a place and let's have these students that are in school. Let's, let's make a movie and, let, and let's make a movie the real way, the way that you, you would um, on, on these large productions. And so that was our first workshop in, in the fall of 2017. And we had 33 students participate and 21 of them got hired immediately to go work on that movie. And, you know, a lot of them are now in, they're members of the Director's Guild, they're members of IATSE, you know, the two big film unions um, that, that staff a lot of these larger productions. Um, we, we provide provided a lot of new members to both of those organizations. and. It, it, it was wildly successful and we, we, we had no idea what we were doing and, and people loved it. And we kind of learned it was, it was a great networking opportunity to bridge student from professional. And so over the years, we, we, as the, as the program grew, as we did more and more, we realized that um, what we were doing was outgrowing in GP and Thus, we decided in order to really take take us where we wanted to go and be able to provide the training that our state needed, um, Nathan and I got together um, in 2019 and said, let's start a nonprofit. And so um, that's where the FEIO came from, is directly from our workshops. And now it's all about continuing those workshops, continuing to be the bridge from student to professional and as well as providing all, all sorts of other training avenues for our, our students, as well as our teachers, um, because we're trying to build a really large workforce here. We wanna make Oklahoma a, a premier filming destination and it starts with a strong crew base. And it all, it all just came from Nathan and the, the equipment and, and the workshops that we got to do uh, you know, a few years ago. We got the chance to visit some of these workshops that you've done over the years and the level of education that students receive is it's impressive. Uh, it's a lot and there's a lot that goes into these workshops. Kind of tell us what students can expect when they jump into one of these FEIO workshops. Yeah, so it is, for all intents and purposes, it's a movie, it's a real movie. And what we're doing is, um, 
we, we don't tell people we're a film school because we're not. We have great educational institutions here and, and we love them all. And they do all wonderful, amazing things and specialize um, in, in a lot of cool areas in our industry. And so there's hundreds, if not thousands of jobs on a film set. And so what we do is, is we bring them together. And when you, when you get your training in school, you have to be able to be given an environment to go showcase your skills. And um, I talked to some of my lawyer friends that always tell me like law school doesn't prepare you to be a lawyer. Um, I, I'd make the argument that the same, obviously I've never been to law school, but the film school doesn't prepare you to be a filmmaker. Um, <laughs> it gives you a lot of training and a lot of you know tools and techniques that you're definitely going to use. But one reason that I got so drawn into the film industry and why I love it so much is every job and every day is different. You could be doing the exact same role from, from your first movie to your last movie, and it's it's totally relearning it every time. So our workshops are, are to really simulate that trial by fire where the students, they come in, we hand them, you know, about one and a half million dollars of equipment. Um, and then they work under the guidance of a trained professional that has, um, has worked on some of the biggest movies all over the world. And they serve as their department head. So we're talking, you know, key grips, gaffers, photographers, um, directors, um, production designers, all of those above the line or above the line and in department head positions are professionals. The rest of the movie is staffed by students. And so the students truly are lighting it. They are, they are rigging all of the stands. They are operating all of the cameras. They're moving the dollies. They're running the production. Um, and, and they get that hands-on experience, um, you know, thrown to the wind to, to go see what they, they're capable of because it's such a stressful environment. It's a hard place to, to find your niche and to fit in and you either sink or swim. And, and what we found was, you know, too many good people were kind of getting washed out of this business way too early on because they didn't have that, that proper communication. Like I said, we're not film school. We call ourselves film set school. And it's the idea of, we train you to work on set. You have the skills to go do this. Now you need to learn how to go demonstrate those skills, um, how to communicate it effectively with the department head, how to handle the lights, how to handle the camera, how to run the production. Um, and it's a safe environment where they can fail, where things can go wrong and it's okay because our instructors at the end of the day are ultimately looking for those that have those skills and more importantly, those that are gonna continue to be trainable. Um, and continue to have the, the drive to show up, work a 14 hour day, get off set, and then go do it again the next day, um, because that's the business. And um, we, we couldn't love what we do more. Um, it's fun to see our professionals love doing it. They love teaching uh, our students, like by the end of it, when they see, you know, holy cow, what did we just do all of this equipment? like their jaws drop. And that's such a rewarding feeling because afterwards, you know, you'll have students that come up and say, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I, I, and, and for them to be able to go touch it, see it, be a part of a world that not many people get to experience. Not many people get to step onto a movie set. You know, they're a part of kind of a, an elite company, a very unique community film family um, that, that's just a wonderful feeling to watch them go through.
Wow, Trevor. I mean, I love the past. You, you, this is amazing. I mean, <laughs> Oklahoma film, like, oh, it makes me think about a lot of the other projects I've been a part of. But yeah, anyway, so now that you're executive director of FEIO, from a marketing standpoint, how do you plan on getting the message out to help more uh, up-and-coming filmmakers? You know, uh, it's it's about it's about establishing a presence and a brand. Um, it, it's about getting our message out um, on social media and, and communicating what we're doing effectively through our website. Um, and so uh, everything is, you know, we're, we're in the digital age, um, you know, everything, every bit of information is, is right on your phone. Um, it's, it's kept in your pocket. And so that's something that I'm having to learn on the fly um, and, and work with you, you know, you guys at Freestyle um, to get that message out, to convey it effectively and to show that, um, you know, that there is, there's gravitas um, to what we're doing, to, that there is a brand behind this. Um, and, and that's what, that's what people are looking for. I feel like that they're looking for someone to trust, someone to guide them through this process because it's scary it's scary stepping into the world of filmmaking except it's scary stepping into any any career field and so you know using the power of marketing and the, and the power of effective brand strategy um, has has really helped us a lot um, and will continue to help us to you know quell those fears um, for for our, our students um, and, and that's that's what we're looking for is to, to have a brand that's friendly and, and effective for people to, to reach out um, and, and take that next step. Absolutely. And you know, I mean, as you know, like there's been a lot of big strides over the years in Oklahoma, in the film community, film industry. Um, and then now we have the addition of the Prairie Surf Studios in downtown, which is a huge deal. Oklahoma City, right in downtown, we have a massive studio. So that is incredible. Um, what do you hope to see in the film industry here in Oklahoma in the next five years? Um, you know, uh, sustainability. Um, I, I, I'm optimistic over the next five years, you know, and, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Prairie Surf because um, they're a huge player and it's, it's amazing to see what they're doing. And we're fortunate enough to play a small part in what they're building downtown. Um, and, and we'll have more news on that coming soon. But we're we're really excited about about what they're bringing to the table, and it's something that we've just never had before. We've never had that kind of space to make movies, to attract large productions, big Hollywood stars, on a regular basis. And I'm so excited to see that. But what I think I'm most excited about is the idea of a of Oklahomans being these content creators of, of Oklahoma developing its own Taika Waititi, its own Tyler Perry, somebody to call their own and, and, and have stories, you know, written by Oklahomans for Oklahomans where, where all of the revenue that's generated from a feature film comes directly back here into, into the pockets of those who helped make it. Um, you know, I want to see content creators get a chance to tell their stories. Um, and, and I think with what we're doing with the FEIO, with what is going to happen with Prairie Surf, it's not, it's not a distant reality. It's actually very close um, to being able to achieve something like that. I'm really optimistic that someday um, we won't have to rely on Hollywood to come to Oklahoma. 
um, that Oklahoma will be able to tell its stories for, for the rest of the world to see. Um, and, and I think that that's gonna happen very, very soon. Trevor, you're always the first person I go to to ask about the state of the Oklahoma film industry. So tell us more about some of these exciting things that are happening for film in our state. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, as I'm sure most of you are aware, um, you know, uh, Martin Scorsese is making a large movie um, up in uh, the northeastern part of the state. Um, and so we're really excited to see that come to fruition. And we'll have a lot of Oklahomans um, working on that. Uh, there is a large production that's going to be shooting at the studio uh, downtown at Prairie Surf Studios um, that starts shooting, they start principal photography at the end of the month. Um, and that's a movie over $20 million. We just wrapped a $20 million movie about uh, the life of Ronald Reagan starring Dennis Quaid. Um, and that, uh, that wrapped just in November. And um, they'll actually be coming back um, to finish, uh, to actually add on and, and, and add some shots in the spring. Um, and so what we're seeing is we're seeing a scale of production is just increasing dramatically. You know, when I, like I mentioned earlier, that first movie that started our workshops is a $5 million movie. At the time, that was like the largest movie that was coming through our state. And it was a, it was a huge deal. And it staffed, you know, about 100 people, 120 people. Now we're moving into the echelon of movies that need 200 to 300 people at a time and, you know, gone from $5 million budgets to $20 million budgets. And then um, to see, hear names, you know, like Jamie Foxx or, or, you know, shopping projects to come here, um, you know, companies like Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, all looking to bring production here uh, to Oklahoma. Um, those things are all are very, very close. Um, and, and we're super excited about the scale of production that's coming through. Um, you're seeing people be able to work more efficiently and more effectively on some of these larger shows. Um, you know, we're seeing a pay increase for a lot of our crew base um, as they work on these larger movies. And, and, and just kind of a point of pride, being able to see a lot of the movies that are come through, you know, hit the big screen um, and, and get, you know, worldwide distribution. That's really cool. That's really, really cool um, to see that. And so I expect more of that. That's definitely on the horizon. Um, you know, uh, TV shows are, are coming here. Uh, FX just picked up Reservation Dogs, um, which is a Taika Waititi and Sterling Harjo project. So there's your local content creator right there. Sterling is an Oklahoman who wants to make movies about Oklahomans and particularly the native community um, here in our state. So um, just some wildly exciting things that I would have never in a million years imagined growing up in Norman, Oklahoma. You'd hear Hollywood is here on a, on a regular basis. I never thought that was an opportunity. I feel like there's been just a ton of positive momentum in the past couple of years. I mean, a lot of this has been in the works, you know, even before we were in the industry, a lot of hard work just over time. Um, but Trevor, for people who are getting involved, attending workshops, supporting the FEIO, um, how are some of the other ways that the FEIO is going to make all of these really cool developments uh, continue and continue to be a reality for the state of Oklahoma? Yeah. So um, I, I, I couldn't emphasize enough how lucky I am for the people that came before us. Um, you know, like you, even Nathan, like my mentor, my boss for, for the last four years, um, building 
this rental house that has all this equipment, um, being able to put it in people's hands, like there, there's a big effort um, to get us where we are today. And, and, and I'm, I couldn't be happier with the people that have done it. Um, and, and so the FEIO gets to play its part in, in taking Oklahoma to the next level by providing, you know, more training opportunities. We, we say, you know, we're, we're, ulti- we're organically cultivating an industry here. Um, and so w- one thing that we're really excited about and one reason why we've moved outside of the, the, the building of NGP and, and what we've done with just the workshops alone is we realized that wasn't enough. And so it's more, it, it's not just about the networking connection of bringing students into the workforce. It's also further developing our curriculum. It is further developing um, a, a resource, a, a base to recruit um, uh, potential workers out of. And so uh, I think the thing that I'm, I'm most excited about kind of what we're doing at the FEIO is utilizing all of our institutions that are already teaching media creation in our state. Um, Oklahoma has a wonderful career tech system. We couldn't be you know, more fortunate to, to have them see the, the demand for what, what's on the horizon and for them to get excited about uh, uh, what's coming up. And so we're launching a Teach the Teachers initiative where we are retraining with the aid of professional filmmakers and instructional designers. We're reteaching a lot of our career tech teachers to implement elements of filmmaking into the classroom. So for high school students, career tech students that are um, getting ready to go to college or enter the workforce, they can do so at a much earlier um, stage um, in their lives. And so we're, we're, that, that alone right there is gonna open up a massive pool of resources um, to be able to get people under our industry because we're talking about thousands of jobs over the next few years. And so it starts with just a big recruiting push. Um, and then furthermore, um, uh, we have amazing, you know, higher ed institutions with, with OU, OCU, UCO, OCCC, uh, OSU, OKC, um, that all have programs or, or are starting programs. And they, they look to us for guidance on what to craft. The thing that we're most fortunate um, and, and excited for is that we have an unbelievable, passionate crew base behind us that's willing to lend their knowledge and to teach um, uh, what it takes to work in this business and pass on their skills to the next generation of crew. Um, and so we're, we're looking at all of those avenues. We've got multiple different um, ways to, to flow um, students into the workforce, multiple different training opportunities. That's, um, that's what we're looking at. Oklahoma is getting a lot more attention, it seems, uh, in regards to location for future productions. So let's say future productions are eyeing, you know, Georgia, Louisiana, Oklahoma. What do you think are some of those top differentiators for our state when, you know, productions are looking for a place to film? I think it starts with a highly competitive rebate. Um, Oklahoma has uh, a really competitive and effective um, film incentive to lure productions here where uh, productions can get cash back um, directly from the state to help alleviate some of that cost. It puts money in the pockets of uh, our workforce here um, and helps productions um, because it's an incredibly expensive industry helps productions um, spend their money a little, a little more wisely. Um, because what you'll find is it doesn't matter the, the size of the budget. 
Um, it could be a $250,000 movie or it could be a $250 million movie and you're never going to have enough time and you're never going to have enough money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just never will. And so what you look for is anyone that can just help make it a little easier. Um, and so it, it starts there. Um, and then furthermore, it goes to a crew base. Um, you know, Oklahoma is developing a, a crew base that's incredibly moldable, um, that's eager and excited. Um, and um, you, you kind of have that, you know, the, the Oklahoma standard, Oklahoma hospitality behind it. And that's very, you know, that's a very attractive um, to, to productions coming from out of state. Um, that's one reason they really want to come here is they know that the crew that they get here is going to be very passionate, um, very patient, um, and very professional. And so those are those are the two biggest things. Um, and then the the resources that are that are being developed, you know, the infrastructure, post production houses, studios, um, crew base, all of those other things. Um, there's uh, it, it's it's coming here. It, it and it's starting here. And so uh, as we continue to add more of those resources. It only makes Oklahoma an even more attractive destination for movie making. Absolutely. In Oklahoma, we're getting so much depth now. I mean, I, that's what I keep saying. So thank you for everything that you're doing with that. <laughs> uh, yes, really appreciate that. That's really good for Oklahoma and the films to come here in Oklahoma. And when we spoke earlier, you said some of your, one of your top goals for 2021 is to help, you know, put more people to work in the industry. And mm -hmm. um, so how do you plan on doing that with the FEIO and how can more people get involved with the workshop? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's that's entirely what we're about um, with the FEIO, is is getting people into one of the most unique and exciting industries in the world. Um, we want to put people um, who are passionate into the workforce. We want to help them find their their careers forever. Um, and so uh, it, it starts with um, working closely with the new studios that are here. Um, and, and taking their needs um, and figuring out um, how many more people do we need? How many programs do we need to develop? Um, and and how, many, how many people is it gonna take to, to staff these productions that are coming through? And so um, being, you know, being that uh, intermediary between, um, between the two um, is just crucial for us. And it, it's really exciting um, to be able to be in that position. So um, the FEIO is here to continue to be that bridge from student to professional. We're going to continue to open that pool of, of people that can get into this business. A lot of students still are unaware that, you know, you can make movies right here in Oklahoma. You know, there's people all over our state that like we're just now opening their eyes um, to what um, to what's on the horizon. And that's that's so cool for us to see and to be a part of. Um, because uh, it, it, it's just a lot of untapped resources. And so the recruiting effort alone is going to be, uh, is going to be huge for us. We're really excited um, to be a part of that and to grow that workforce. Um, and once we get people, you know, once we get their foot in the door, then we'll help them take those next steps to develop their careers, um, form a career path and, and carve their niche in, into this business. Um, so between our workshops, our training programs with teachers, working with our partnership institutions, all of the schools that are behind us, uh, lots and lots of opportunities to, to bridge those students into there. I, I, I think a lot, I can't be like stated enough, you know, my wife comes from a PR background, a marketing background. When she was in college, she had PRSSA, you know, and I think that's awesome. And, and that's kind of in some part where our inspiration came from 
is you have those organizations that want to throw you out into the workforce and will help you help connect you. We never had that for filmmaking here. And so um, that's what we aim to be is we aim to be that guidance counselor for students that are stepping into this business. Um, and it, it's going to really, you know, increase our numbers very quickly over the next next couple of years because we're talking about thousands of people, thousands of jobs. Wow. Well, Trevor, so today <laughs> is the official first day as executive right. director. So only one day in, you're already doing so, so much. How does it feel? Um, it's... Uh, <laughs> 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 um, it's surreal. Um, you know, this is the first time in my life that I've ever, I've ever been my own boss. Um, and, um, I, I'm learning a lot. And so, um, I, I'm fortunate enough that I'm still at least in a comfortable environment where I'm around my friends and mentors that have trained me for this moment. Um, and so I'm still here for a few more weeks. Um, but, uh, it's, it's exactly what I've been dreaming about since I started in GP. And um, I, I, I've had an amazing first day. Um, I, I say it's, it's really, it's my first official day. You know, we've been working on this for <laughs> to be able to pull this off. Um, and so um, to finally be in that moment, um, to get to call myself an executive director, um, it's a big deal. It, it means a lot. And so I'm, I'm very thankful for everyone that helped me get here uh, to this moment. And there's a lot more work to be done. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't emphasize enough how excited I am for all the things that we're going to be doing. I think this it's is so just exciting. the start of a lot of really good things on the horizon for Oklahoma Film. And Trevor, thanks for all you're doing. You definitely inspire us and yes. making all of us kind of come together and wanting to do the best we can for our industry. So thank you so much. And uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today and for just sharing everything that's going on with the FEIO and with our industry. And we can't wait to see what's next uh, for this organization in this next year. And so for our listeners today, be sure to follow the FEIO on social and check out feiok.org to learn more about how you can support and get involved with the Oklahoma Film Education Institute of Oklahoma. And uh, guys, that's all for today's episode of the RFP. Thanks so much for joining us and have a great day.